0: If you're passionate about your ride, you're in the right place. Todd Bianco is talking cars, trucks, crossovers, electric and hybrid vehicles, and amazing auction and used car finds. This is All Revved Up from iHub Radio. Here's Todd.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome. Well, there's nothing but news going on in the car world as usual. There's a lot of it, and it's coming very, very fast. So let's just start with the... um, I guess the, the big one last week, we talked about the uh, uh, Ford F-150 electric, and we talked about various other, you know, a big, oh, and the Maverick, which was really big, too. Um, we talked about all those things from Ford. Ford dominated the news. This week, it was Tesla, and it was the Tesla Model S Plaid that was introduced last Thursday, uh, and it is it is pretty insane, uh, is As promised uh, by Elon Musk, it is uh, the fastest uh, production uh, car that isn't a sports car, I guess. Uh, that did, so let, let's go over some of the things. First of all, why is it called Plaid? Uh, this is from um, Mel Brooks' uh, Spaceballs movie, where Plaid is the fastest version of their Warp drive, I guess, whatever it is, because the entire uh, Spaceballs is a spoof on Star Wars, and uh, I guess that's where they come it comes from. Ludicrous was also the ludicrous mode on the previous Model S was also from Spaceballs, so there it is, Spaceballs. Uh, this has a. Uh, new powertrain in in the new model s and it uh, this is the plaid version Uh, it has a torque vectoring tri-motor all-wheel drive with one motor on each front axle uh, front wheel and a single unit on the rear axle Uh, these new high rpm units can uh, haul the car from zero to 60 in a claimed 1.99 seconds which was actually validated by Jay Leno in a spot that was being filmed for his, uh, his uh, uh, CNBC show as well as his uh, online series, Jay Leno's Garage. Uh, and it has peak output of 1,020 horsepower. Uh, and, and I tell you, those motors are spinning fast to, to do that. So let's see. Uh, More easily uh, and more legally accessible is the car's quarter-mile drag performance, which allows it to compete in a standing quarter uh, in a claimed 9.23 seconds at 155 miles per hour. Uh, That's close to two 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 tenths quicker than the three million dollar Bugatti Chiron, as tested by Car and Driver. Though no, not quite as quick. Uh, in the quarter mile for any production car uh, uh, Remix Rimix uh, Navara, which we'll talk about later in the news uh, which runs at six tenths quicker and it, that, that's really an insane car. Just amazing what they've done at Remix. Um So powering uh, th- this is an all, what they say is an all new but unspecified capacity. We think it's 100 uh, kilowatt hours but they really don't say. Um, it's an all new battery pack Which will be, which uh, when when not used to challenge performance, uh, uh, you know records, which by the way sucks the juice right out of the battery, uh, has a claimed range of 390 miles in the plaid. Uh, It does uh, it does help with a slim coefficient of drag of 0.208, which Tesla claims to be the lowest of any production car in history. Although the Mercedes-Benz EQS also boasts. And it boasts the figure of uh, uh, 0.20. Uh, so Mercedes may have a, an issue with that. Uh, also, the original GM EV1 achieved a, a 0.19. So, again, it would seem that Tesla has more research to do before it keeps claiming these things. Uh, for the plaid, Tesla doubled the size of the battery's heat exchanger, uh, giving it greater torque, uh, greater tolerance for charge and discharge, and the ability to maintain performance on track. This also permits the plaid to uh, recharge it up to 187 miles of range in as little as, as 15 minutes with the aid of an onboard, uh, heat pump, uh, with loss of only 30%, uh, less in range, uh, of, uh, with only a loss of 30%, uh, less than it was losing before in cold weather, uh, and, uh. The heat management system uses fifty percent less energy than in previous models, you know, which permitting the occupants to use tri-zone ventless HVAC system without a care in the world, apparently. the cabin has been fully redesigned. I mean, if you if you were to look at, at the outside, you'd think that nothing has been, been redesigned, but it actually has. It's been you know massaged very carefully. Some things look like they're identical, like maybe the doors and some of the panels, but it has been redesigned outside. But inside, is completely new. Um, I mean, it really is new. Uh, it the steering wheel is gone. Of course, we've we've talked about this before. Uh, it has a new yoke style steering wheel uh, with no stock. So you know, no turn signal levers, no uh, nothing for the lights, and nothing for uh, selecting gears either. Uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, but uh, it is legal. Uh, the The yoke style steering wheel is legal. Uh, Tesla's uh, deleted all the stocks, and so uh, there's things a lot of it is easy to do right off the steering wheel now. Uh, it has a, it's a fully automated startup procedure. You uh, come into the car's proximity, the door handles uh, you know, uh, present themselves as usual, uh, and uh, uh, then you sit down and put your foot on the brake, and autopilot suggests which direction you want to go. And if you agree with it, then you just press the accelerator and you're off. For example, if you're sitting in your garage, uh, it you know and there's like a wall in front of you, it says, okay, you want to reverse, right? I mean, they don't actually say that, but you know the, the arrow points to reverse. And so you just, you know, press your accelerator and you reverse uh same thing for if you're going forward from somewhere uh, it, it senses that that's the direction you want to go and you just press the pedal and you go that direction mm-hmm. okay uh and we'll talk about that in a minute because there are e- ways to very easily override it and uh change gears uh, but it's not uh, with a the, with the stock anymore um the uh Let's see. Uh, it has it, it automatically syncs with your calendar, I guess. And if you're uh, going somewhere uh, on the calendar, and then you know you just sort of like tap it there, and it just decides uh, to navigate to that wherever you're going for your uh, first or next appointment. Uh, and also, it's geocoded. Everything is so. In other words, if you if you want to reverse. It automatically knows that because you've told it that's what you want to do. It geocodes it so that it knows it for the next time. Uh, And if you wanted to go forward when it said you wanted to go in reverse and you switch it, it also geocodes. It tags that so next time you don't have to bother to actually change the gear. We'll see. Okay, navigation also automatically uh, allows the... uh, uh, you know which way to go as well as uh, the uh, it starts to play whatever you want on your 22 speaker 920 watt sound system that was developed in house by Tesla uh, and it's supposedly as good as or better than the one in the Model 3 and the Model Y, which is outstanding. Um so they uh, turned up the, uh, the interior technology, which now includes a 36-watt onboard charging, uh, simultaneously multi-device Bluetooth pairing, uh, twin inductive chargers for both the front and back seats, uh, let's see. The latter, which have been redesigned for which uh, for additional space and are our, our further reclined. Uh, the centerpiece of the interior, though, is still the uh, front infotainment screen. Uh, now it's 22 inches uh, with 20 with 2200 by 1300 pixel resolution and a new configurable UI. Uh, the new infotainment system is said to have processing power equal to a Sony PlayStation 5, which I don't games, but apparently that is the top of the line, and offers uh, compatibility to play uh, modern video games at 60 frames per second. Uh, Musk emphasized that the onboard entertainment options such as this will be increasingly important uh, in in the future, uh, where autopilot or full self-driving allows all occupants to divert their attention from the road, uh, which isn't possible yet, but Tesla's working on that. Uh, At the delivery event, uh, Tesla handed off the first 25 examples, uh, which Musk says will soon be followed by several hundred cars weekly and as many as a 1,000 per week next quarter. Uh, He also hinted that Tesla could return to the Nürburgring in Germany, obviously for another crack at the electric production record, uh, electric car production record uh, on that uh, track. It's a hotly contested subject, which I'm not sure really matters because nobody really drives their car like they're on the Nürburgring, but it's bragging rights. And, uh, you know, if you didn't take delivery of your models pod that night, then it comes with a different badge on the back. The first 25 have all, all of the ones that are going to be delivered from now on just says Plaid, P-L-A-I-D, on the back. Uh, and the ones that were delivered at the delivery event have this really super cool graphic badge that just is a Plaid graphic uh, and that's just on the first 25 those are probably going to be stolen uh, i would have no you know no n- no doubt about that uh, just before the event uh, tesla raised the price of, of the model as plaid by 10000 dollars it now starts at 129990 um uh, and but you can still buy the base, base, that's the only other version of the Model S uh, it, the long range version which starts at $79,990 uh, the uh, b- the big uh, there's really only uh, three options and then that's the uh, full self driving package which is $10,000 uh, the uh, interior, the base is, is uh, a black but you can get a white or a cream color interior for an extra $2,000 and you can upgrade from the 19 inch wheels to the 21 inch arachnid wheels for a whopping $4,500. Now I don't know how many people are going to buy that, but if you're already dropping 130,000 for the car, plus 10,000 for full self-driving, plus you know 2,000 for the extra white interior, um, you know what's $4500 for new wheels? Now I can't afford that, but there are plenty of people who can and apparently there's a long uh, waiting list of people who are waiting for their model the, the new model S's. Okay. Uh, oh, and the uh, the um, we we talked about it. The range of the uh, uh, the Model S Plaid is 390 miles, and the range of the uh, the long range version I think is 406 405 miles, which is still pretty good. And they canceled the Model S Plaid Plus uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Elon did that by tweet, which was supposed to be even more insanely fast, you know, by another tenth or two-tenths of a second, uh, and was supposedly had a battery that would uh, carry it for over 520 miles. Now, Elon says that nobody goes for more than 400 miles these days anyway before they take a break. He may be right about that. I'm not sure why they canceled the, the uh, Plaid Plus, but it could just be based on that they don't have the, the battery capacity uh, to do that, and it's kind of like a, you know, d- a diminishing returns for them to actually do that. So we won't get a, a plaid plus, at least not for another couple of years. Um, the uh, batteries are said to be the original 18650 format cells, but they've been drastically improved. Um, at least that's what we were all told. That they have a, a whole new way that they're, you know, they're put together, and obviously, given the, the, the range estimates, they're uh, far more uh, efficient. Uh, he also, uh, no, Musk also noted that the vehicle will have a carbon sleeved rotors, that the, the motors will have carbon sleeves, the first of their kind. He noted that the mixing of carbon and copper is very difficult because they have different rates of thermal expansion. But it allows them to spin the motors even faster uh, than it would with, a, you know, just a regular uh, aluminum or some sort of other uh, casting around it. That's uh, because of the thermal management and other issues. Uh, so they had to actually build the machine to make the machine another Tesla original. So uh, they have a new machine to make their uh, new motors. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about this when we get back. This is Todd Bianco. You're listening to All Ripped Up on IHop Radio.
0: We'll i right
2: Families need your help now. Help us, help them. The Fokelson Family Foundation and Jewish Family Service of the Desert collaborated to form the Family Assistance Program. The need is great. JFS has heard from over 400 families who still need help. Together, we are there to fill the gap. Call 760-325-4088. It is estimated that 50% of the Coachella Valley households have had detrimental financial effect due to COVID-19. 19 job loss decreased hours are just a couple obstacles facing local families please call today and consider a donation at any level which is distributed to qualifying households for crucial necessities such as food and medications overdue rent and minor home repairs each and every dollar goes to help vulnerable families in the Coachella Valley phone 760-325-4088 or visit jfsdesert.org
0: From Detroit and beyond. Todd's talking about trucks, cars, vans, SUVs, and even the occasional dune buggy. It's all revved up on iHub Radio.
1: Welcome back. Before the break, we were talking about the new Tesla Model S Plaid and some of its features. And one of the ones that people were most, uh, I guess, interested in is the fact that it does not have a a stock anymore to shift the car from uh, drive to reverse or into auto um, you know, auto steer or, um, uh, you know, any other mode like neutral. Okay. So let's just go. It actually is not as bad as it sounds and let's just go over what it is. First of all, uh, Auto, we, you know, there, there's it, it automatically senses when you get in the car and press your foot on the brake, it automatically senses which direction you would think you should be going by using uh, the autopilot sensors uh, and usually gets that right because it knows where you are and it knows what you've done in the past because it's geotagged your, you know, what you're doing there. Uh, so you just look at the the screen in front of you. If it, it says drive, it goes forward, uh, and that's what you want to do. Then you just press the accelerator. Same thing for reverse. But how do you change it if you want to change it? Uh, also, w- what will come up when you press your foot on the brake is the there will be a strip along the side of the twenty-two inch touchscreen, right you know right on your on the left side of the screen, which is right in your eyes view, and there will be an icon for the car you uh, you know basically swipe up for drive and swipe and swipe down for for reverse and it really I think you can get used to it pretty quickly but as, you know as a first type of you know first uh, first use it might be a little more uh, confusing to people so it, it's is that so you swipe down for reverse uh, and if you um, only shift into reverse when the model S is stopped with you know you can with or moving less than five or eight miles or five miles per hour, Uh, Same thing for drive, you have to be, uh, if you want to switch from reverse into drive, you have to be going less than five miles per hour. if you want to choose park assist, there's a touch screen, there's, a, there's an X at the upper corner. You can do, you know, to you know, tap to use that. Uh, neutral to shift into neutral. Drivers should just touch the controls uh, button, which is at the bottom uh, left corner of the screen, and then press the neutral icon until the uh, the car engages the neutral gear. Uh, when it's traveling uh, at five miles per hour or less you can uh, swipe down on the gear strip and a neutral icon will appear at the top of the uh, the drivers where if they want to engage it so if you're as long as you're going that far that slow you can just swipe it in the neutral will appear but you very very rarely use neutral in a car these days anyway it's usually only when the car is being towed or something Um Park. The park button is only displayed when the, the pedal is you know the brake pedal is depressed. Uh, shifting into park is allowed when the vehicle's speed is less than five miles per hour. It will automatically shift to park when it observes signs that the drivers are about to exit the vehicle. So if you got your foot on the brake and you un, you start to unbuckle your seat or you unbuckle your seatbelt or open the door, the car automatically shifts into park. Then uh, to automatically shift out of park. Uh, it allows you to do that as well. Uh, it just, you know, it, it's, it's a, it's a quote beta feature, but it's, it's again, it's the same thing when auto, uh, shift out of park is enabled model S is designed to use inputs from autopilot and it will tell you which direction you want to go and you just press the accelerator. Uh, so that's allowed as well, but you can turn that feature off if you do not like it. Um. In drive gear, uh, is automatically selects the drive gear. Obvi- obviously, there's only one speed. Uh- Let's see. So the you can select drive when the vehicle is be shifting out of automatically shifting out of park by just pressing the accelerator. Uh, when it's in park, you can you know the, you can just select drive from the uh, the touchscreen. Uh, all the doors in the trunk has to be closed. The brake pedal has to be depressed, and the gear selector on the in, on the center console is uh, not activated yet. So it's uh. That's when you can uh, shift and drive. Uh, emergency gear shift controls. There is, there is, by the way, another override system, and where you, in the center console where you place your, your phones for charging, right below that is a strip that you. Barely even see, if at all, when when you're you know you regularly driving. However, it is there, and there's you know it's D R N, you know uh, it's it's all there, and you can just press with your finger, and it will come up, and it will uh, you know just you know display those uh, those icons, and you just press whichever one you want. that how you it's how you override everything. Uh, this is uh, unavailable in valet mode or transport mode. So it's it's all new. Model S. Well, this is Todd Bianchi. You're listening to All Riffed Up on iHealth Radio, and we will be right back. <laughs>
0: It's Todd Bianco talking cars and trucks on iHub Radio's All Revved Up. Here's Todd. Welcome back. We have some news for you, uh, which
1: I've been I've been trying to get to, but you know Tesla was dominating the news first. Ford has finally started shipping the Bronco to dealers. Uh, finally, it's been everyone's been waiting and waiting and waiting. Uh, Ford has 125,000 orders already for the new Bronco, and those customers have been waiting to take delivery, and some of them will start getting them within the next few days. Uh, it's being uh, built with both soft and hard tops now. I guess there was a problem with the, the roof suppliers uh, because of the pandemic. In addition, of course, there were semiconductor problems that Ford needed to build the Bronco. They have them now. There's They have a supply That's uh, coming in. So the factory is humming. And I think workers are happy about that. Uh, Ford plans on building 80,000 Broncos in 2021 and 160,000 in 2022. And that barely keeps up with the, you know, the demand for this car. Uh, the latest uh, proposed EV tax credit is $12,500. is a huge boost for union labor and U.S.-made vehicles. The current cap of 200,000 uh, qualifying vehicles per manufacturer, which GM and Tesla has already burned through, so there's no credits for EVs bought by them. Uh, you know, so that would be lifted. Uh, so vehicles uh, would qualify uh, uh, they would only phase out the, – the, the the EV tax credit would only phase out once uh, we've reached 50 percent of U.S. passenger vehicle sales that are EVs, a milestone that is expected to extend well into the 2030s. Um, could be sooner, but don't know. Uh, the proposal is part of the Biden administra- administration's $2 trillion infrastructure plan. Plan it. um, You know, keeps the current $7,500 credit, but adds another $2,500 if the vehicles are assembled in the U.S. Plus another $2,500 if the vehicles are made with uh, production uh, with with production workers represented by a labor union. So that's a big boost for somebody like GM or Ford, uh, but not for other companies like uh, Tesla, Hyundai, and Kia, uh, all of which. Ah, plan or already produce uh, EVs in the United States. Uh, you know, none of Tesla factories are union represented, and neither are Hyundai or Kia. Uh, Rimac is the uh, Croatian electric hypercar manufacturer. Uh, it is uh, it is taking its mind-blowing C2 concept car. Uh, into production with a raft of improvements and a new name. It's called the nevera uh, It's an accumulation of three years of development following the unveiling of the C2 concept in 2018. Uh, the $2 million hyper, hypercar was renamed in a tribute to the strong and sudden storms that occur on the Croatian coastline. Good thing they told us because I would never have guessed what it meant. Uh, the Nevera feature, features a high-output motor at each corner giving it a combined insane 1,888 horsepower and 1,741 pound-feet of torque. Those stupefying numbers allow the Navara to accelerate from 0 to 100 kph, which is 62 miles per hour, in a jaw-dropping 1.85 seconds and covering a quarter mile in just 8.6 seconds. Uh, its top speed is 258 miles per hour, essentially putting it on par with the W16 Bugatti Veyron um, or the Bugatti Chiron. And um, power comes from an H-shaped uh, 120 kilowatt-hour battery pack uh, made for the Novera, custom made for the car. Uh, range should top 300 miles. It's wow, just wow. I've seen it on uh, I've seen on YouTube where car- Carwow uh, was allowed to. Um, uh, go through and, and race it uh, with along other alongside other cars. and of course, it blew everybody away. And they had uh, Maddie Rimick, who is the uh, creator of these cars there to have fun with them. And, and you know he's really a great guy and it's always fun to watch him. You know he's got this this you know this shitty shit eating grin on his face whenever you get in that car and press the accelerator. it's it's astounding. Uh, Tesla has filed for the U.S. with the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office to extend its T logo into the restaurant and food service business. Uh, this is in keeping with Elon Musk's promise to have a 50-style diner at its now-in-construction huge supercharger station in Santa Monica. The restaurant co- concept will also likely be added to other supercharger locations, first in California and then in others in other states. Uh, 7-Eleven is going to install DC chargers. Um, uh, uh, 250 stores in Canada and in, uh, you know, around the United States and Canada, uh, which I think is a terrific idea. Uh, you know, it'll basically get people who are, uh, you know, waiting to charge their car for you know 20, 30 minutes, however long they're there. Uh, I'm sure they'll go in and buy stuff at 7-Eleven and need it. And uh, it will attract people to their uh, that location. So I think it's a great idea. I think other retailers will also follow with this kind of thing because there's a, you know, you, the, the, all these big companies like, uh, you know, Walmart or Target or whatever have parking lots that are huge and they can easily add, uh, you know, free EV charging uh, or, or, or you know, you can even have it be paid for, but they, it would attract customers to shop at their stores. I think we're going to see more and more of this Ah, uh, the cost to any large corporation to do, to do this is minimal, uh, but it ins- instantly attracts uh, drivers to those locations. Uh, EV drivers. Uh, Hyundai says it stopped developing new gasoline powertrains and plans to cut internal combustion models in order to free up more resources for electric cars. Uh, The automaker plans to reduce the number of internal combustion models uh, in its lineup by 50% and wants to finalize a long-term strategy to shift away from internal combustion within the next six months, their strategy. They're not gonna do it within six months. Um, But this is according to a report from Reuters that cites two anonymous sources within the company. Uh, Hyundai will also try to improve the efficiency of existing of existing internal combustion powertrains for emerging emerging markets. So while um, they may not release more, you know, a clean sheet design, they are going to keep improving what they have for uh, for the cars that is going to still uh, need them. Uh, Toyota took the wraps off its 2022 Corolla cross okay that was a couple of weeks ago it's been many years since uh, Toyota Corolla offered a station wagon I, I don't mean station wagon I mean a crossover that looks exactly like a station wagon that's slightly higher than a normal Corolla in the U.S. It gets, uh, it gets the non-hybrid four-cylinder engine from the base Corolla that makes 169 horsepower and gets 30 miles per gallon it's about the size of a Lexus UX but without all the niceties uh, the, Cor- the Corolla Cross comes in front drive in and all wheel drive configurations, each powered by the same two liter four cylinder engine. There are three trim levels, the usual L, LE, and XLE. Uh, You get a power moonroof,
2: ooh, uh,
1: as an option and as as a power lift gate, Uh, dual zone climate control, 18 inch wheels, 17 inch wheels are standard. Uh, There's an optional seven inch uh, screen and then there's an optional eight inch screen. So they get different size screens. Um, coming standard is Toyota's suite of safety systems including automatic emergency braking, uh, adaptive cruise control, lane departure warning, and automatic high beams. The car can also tow a 1500 pounds. I'm not sure what you're towing with it, but you know, a a dinghy, a catamaran, I don't know. Uh, Toyota didn't release pricing, but it will likely start around 21,000. For Toyota, it fills what they call white space between the CHR, their smallest SUV, and its best selling RAV4. Uh, Just as a reminder, the Corolla still sells in large volumes. In 2020, uh, they sold 237,000 units. And the CHR subcompact uh, crossover, you know, that tiny thing sold 42,000 units. How many crosses will Toyota sell? Probably at least 100,000. It'll be popular because it's a crossover. You know, why is, and I got a question to Automotive News, which is the bible of the automotive industry. Uh, why are they writing an article entitled, Why, isn't, why It's reality, checked, reality Check Time for the EV Skateboard Chassis? Many, uh, like many catchy ideas on the path to electromobility, the self contained EV skateboard platform is having trouble from vision to reality. And it's like, what are they talking about? Tesla has been successfully using a skateboard platform for all of its cars, from the Model S and X to the Models 3 and Y. A skateboard's being used for the Cybertruck. Mercedes-Benz just showed us his flagship EQS riding on a bespoke skateboard platform. The Rivian R1S and R1T are riding on skateboard platforms. And the Ford is also successfully deploying a skateboard platform for its highly popular Mustang Mach-E. I don't get what the problem is. I mean, this is a successful strategy. Uh, Speaking of Rivian, Rivian is edging ever closer to an IPO. uh, But this time, it's looking at the valuation in the $70 billion range. Now, that's stunning. Previously, just a few months ago, like January, it was looking for $50 billion. That was from its last round of, round of funding from backers such as T. Rowe Price, uh, Amazon, and Fidelity Investments. Uh, it took Tesla many years until 20, 2018 to even touch that valuation. Uh, Rivian has delivered several Amazon uh, delivery vans. It has yet to deliver its first EV, the R1T, the pickup truck, uh, to any retail customers. Recently, it pushed back deliveries a month to into late July. But hey, uh, all of the naysaying. Uh, nascent uh, EV uh, startups of all of them. Rivian is the one most likely to succeed. It has real products, real factory and deliveries are just weeks away uh, from some of the biggest, uh, you know, to some of the biggest companies in the world. There's going to be a refresh 2022 Ranger, the highly popular uh, Ford midsize uh, pickup truck. It will add both a single right now. It's just available in a four door version. They're going to add a single cab and a super cab, which is just a little bit of an extended cab uh, behind. So the you know, little like jumper seats in place to put stuff behind the, the, the front seats. Uh, the single cab will likely be the entry-level Ranger. The super cab adds the space behind the front row seats, but not really, uh, you know, a four-door. Uh, this matches the last generation Ranger that came primarily in a super cab form. Uh, Tesla is recalling nearly 60, nearly 6,000 Model 3 and Model Y electric cars uh, for brake caliber bolts um, that could come loose. Uh, the recall covers the Model 3 sedans from 2019 to 2021 and Model Y crossovers from 2020 to 2021. It's only, but only 6,000 of them. Uh, it was the recall that was filed with the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. It says the loose, bolt, loose bolts could co- allow the brake caliber to separate and uh, contact the inner surface of the, of the wheel rim. This could prevent the wheel from freely rotating, causing loss of tire pressure. Uh, Tesla's not aware of any accidents or any injuries from this. They said it's extremely rare, and they will retorque the bolt uh, if you're one of the ones in in the. Um and the recall, they also have two additional recall recalls for seat b- seatbelt related issue. It appears that some of the front seatbelt retractors are not properly attached to the B pillar. Um, the, the first is for front belt front seatbelt not securely attached to B pillar, and the second recall is for seatbelt retractor not securely attached. Uh, the first recall um, uh, applies to certain 2018 to 2020 Model 3s and 2019 to 2021 Model Ys. Uh, it says, Tesla says, says during assembly, if the operator could not attach the, the, the sp- the specified torque and angle requirements while securing either fastener that secures the shoulder belt to the b-pillar then standard protocol you know per standard protocol there's a non-conformance and there could be something that's missing from this so that but the, of, of all there's only five thousand three units that are affected uh for the first recall on 2166 uh, for the second recall so it's not very many So Tesla's got all these recalls, but they're for a small amount of numbers. This is Todd Bianco. You're listening to All Riff Radio, and we'll be right back.
0: Bianco's All Revved Up continues on iHub Radio. Participation encouraged, but not required. Call 760-544-TALK. That's 760-544-8255. Here's Todd. Welcome back.
1: Uh, we are still got some more news, and there's lots of it still. Uh, there's good news for Ford. Uh, its demand for uh, the Mustang Mach-E now exceeds Uh, the production for the gas-powered Mustang. Uh, This may be related to the chip uh, constraints that almost everybody's being hit with, Uh, and part of that is the, uh, you know, it's the proposed, uh, I don't know, 50, 60 billion, whatever, that that they're proposing in Congress to... um, Get chip manufacturing back in the United States so that we don't have this problem. But a lot of it is just uh, you know it's not just you know the manufacturing and the location of it. It's you know there was a you know a, an outbreak of coronavirus in this factory, or it was, you know it, you know there was, to orders placed or reduced, you know, like the auto manufacturers all, you know, s- p- reduced or stopped orders that they had during the pandemic. And then but getting those things started back up and put back, you know, on the on the front burner takes months and months and months. And this is part of what's happening. Uh, but it would be best to have uh, U.S. manufacturing here. Intel should be doing more. But Intel, you know, sort of fell behind in some of these things. Uh, so I, I do hope we allocate more of it here. Uh, the, uh, Hyundai Santa, Santa Cruz, a uh, Hyundai Santa Cruz, which is, this, it's now a little trucklet. If you remember, uh, the, uh, Subaru Baja, it's kind of like that. It's a four door, uh, little truck thing that they've been, you know, teasing for years now. And they finally have it here. And it's the 2020, 20, the 2022, uh, Santa Cruz fuel economy was just announced. Um, it isn't that great. So the the 2.5 liter engine front wheel drive uh, is a combined 23 miles per gallon. Uh, the and and strangely the all wheel drive, which usually is a you know one mile per gallon less, is the same. The difference, you know, the highway and it's even more strange because the highway is 27 miles per gallon for the all wheel drive, but it's 26 miles per gallon for the five for the for the uh, of the uh, f- uh, front-wheel drive version, and they both get 21 miles per gallon in the city. Uh, very strange. Uh, if you get the um, turbo version of the 2.5 liter uh, engine, uh, it gets uh, combined 22 miles per gallon. So really, you there's only a one mile per gallon penalty for that. Uh, but these are not great numbers. I mean, they're they're right on par with you know some bigger uh, bigger things like 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 the Honda. Um, Ridgeline or or Ford Ranger gets about the same thing. So it's a little disappointing, but it's a a cute little trucklet. So hopefully, uh, you know, it'll get some attention. Uh, Fiat uh, is struggling, but they've announced that it will become a fully electric brand by 2030. Uh, while the ramp is gradual but the uh, you know the is, so it's you know that is you know a few years away but the 500e is already on sale and doing well everywhere but the united states because they're not selling it here uh the, which is the electric version which is the the new the new electric into the new version of the we had the old version which was electric and the new version is in europe is really quite nice uh, so Fiat joins uh, Bentley, Jaguar, Lotus, uh, Mini, and Volvo, and other automakers that are um, going to become Eve, you know, only electric in the next uh, decade. Uh, GM has heard the groans and complaints from customers regarding one of the most hated features on new cars these days. And what am I talking about? Is that automatic start-stop feature that shuts the internal combustion engine off when the car comes to a stop and then restarts the engine as soon as you release the or press the accelerator. Not only does this, quote, feature uh, put your HVAC system into econ mode, uh, if it's hot, you start, uh, you know, if, if it's hot, you start to break, to bake because what happens is, you know, I've, I've had this happen to me in the, in the Coachella Valley, you know, it's a hundred and Ten degrees or 120 degrees outside. You come to a stoplight, but it's, it's a long stoplight, and suddenly your AC goes into econ mode. So this, you know, it's blowing warm air at you for the next same minute, and uh, the outside of you is already, you know, making your car into like a, you know, an oven. Uh, it's not good. I, I absolutely hate the feature. I, and, of course, it sh- the car shutters when you you know start again, even though it's not supposed to. And in stop-and-go traffic its profoundly annoying. Usually there's a defeat button. You're allowed to turn it off, but you have to turn it off every single time you get into the car. Uh, so you can't just turn off the feature. So GM has announced that it would uh, build some pickup trucks and SUVs without the feature. Thank God. Somebody heard us. Because it makes almost no difference as far as real-world fuel economy to a you know everyday driver uh, it's been over a year since the cyber truck was formally unveiled by tesla and it still remains one of the most controversial production vehicles ever to hit the market uh, its sci-fi futuristic look has drawn questions from you know whether the design might be too far or too radical to be successful however uh, within 48 hours of, uh, of uh, opening pre-orders, uh, Elon Musk announced that it had a uh, quarter of a million reservations. And by looking at the assigned reservation numbers since the reveal, there are now over one million reservations for the Cybertruck. One million uh, the data tracker has over 18,000 entries and extrapolates the uh, total reservations based on the reservation number given to reservation holders. This assumes serial numbering for the cyber uh, ser- serial numbering for the Cybertruck, which Tesla has done in the past for other vehicles where it's taking orders. Um, currently, the single motor option is by far the least popular, uh, no doubt, uh, to increase the waiting time to get it. Uh, the increased waiting time because they'll, they'll do the more expensive ones first. The dual and tri-motor options, however, are very closely, uh, very close in terms of take rate. Right now, the single motor is 7.5%, dual motor is 48%, and tri-motor is 44.48%. Additionally, a whopping 74.4% of reservation holders have chosen to take the full self-driving option package. And most surprisingly, only 27% of reservation holders are prior Tesla owners, meaning that Cybertruck really is uh, sending his appeal to an audience beyond the typical Tesla buyer. Uh, Lordstown Motor is in trouble. Uh, they have announced that they have going concern issues, but their auditors have put that on their financial statements, essentially declaring that without capital, it won't have enough t- uh, money to ramp up production of its endurance electric pickup trucks. Um, I, I don't know anybody who's going to give it an additional uh, capital at this point. And then uh, this Monday, uh, the CEO and CFO were, well, they resigned, but they said they were basically fired, I assume, uh, by the board. Uh, and Lordstown reports that the change comes from a shift in the company's transition into production and not because of the investigation into a report that was submitted uh, by uh, Hindenburg Research that said that uh, Lordstown Motors had pre-orders that were uh, not true, which turned out to be true. I can't imagine bankruptcy as it's that far away. This is Todd Bianco. You're listening to All Revved Up on High Radio. Bring a Trailer is next with John McMullen. I'll uh, see you then.